Welcome to the... Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash ConVo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there, and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now... You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. So Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now, a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it, and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. The Productivityist Podcast, I am, we're at the midway point of the year. Now, I've done a lot of podcasting in my time, but I've always, and I've, this is 
I've always hit like lengthy periods, right? So this is, I mean, uh, work flowing, mics on mics lasted for almost three years. Discultured is still going, even though I've left it. Um, but I've never really done a solo podcast that has lasted this long, the half year. I can't normally hold my own for, <laughs> for that long. And uh, I've got a couple of guests this week who are going to not just talk about productivity and, and maybe how they build everything into into their workflow and how they make it all work, but also maybe to give me some tips, tricks, and how they're able to you know build and, and you know, deliver a regular podcast that's even more regular than this one. I've got uh, Joel Boggess and Dr. Pei uh, with me this week. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Mike, you've been our guest a couple of times, I think, and this is the first time we have been on The Productivityist. Yeah. We are excited. Yeah, this is, this is uh, you know, and, and I figured the halfway mark of the year is a good time to have you on because um, – I'm probably going to need some pointers. I probably needed pointers before I started because I've never really (laughs) – the thing is is I've never – I've always looked at podcasting as kind of like the secondary wing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like the the secondary adjunct because I'm a writer first, right? But lately I – talk a lot more. I mean, not that anyone who's listened to the podcast goes, yo, Mike, you've always talked. But I, I'm actually speaking my blog posts a lot more than going back and refining them. I'm doing a lot more talks these days, workshops, that kind of thing, where I'm vocalizing my stuff. And I find that I can convey my message um, very effectively, you know, vocally. And so I want to make the podcast an even more integral part of what I do. And I wanted to talk to you first off, we'll, we'll dive into how you make it happen. But right off the top, you know, I know that when we were doing an email exchange, you said, I have some ideas of what you can do to make things a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So can you give me, let's start off with maybe, and we only got, you know, like I, I try to keep the show to the, the half hour mark. So can you maybe give me three things that I could do from first blush right away that, that will make the podcast better? Not just necessarily for the, li- for the listener, of course, but also for anyone I'm bringing on. Pay, go ahead and jump in right you here. You know, Mike, uh, if, if you don't mind, would you share what do you think, as far as doing a podcast that has been somewhat challenging for you, and honestly, what's unique, you know, nothing's unique. What's challenging for you is very likely challenging for everybody. Because mm-hmm. uh, from production to, um, you know, I, I don't know how often you have guests, you possibly do some solo and then have guests as well. Yeah, I basically the way I've been trying to structure it is is every four weeks I do a solo show. So it's a weekly podcast. Every uh, three out of the four weeks I have a guest. The fourth week it's normally a solo show. I The episodes are largely unedited. Um, you know, if, if the phone rings in the background or something like that, I edit that out. I normally have the other person record on their side if they're, if they've got those capabilities or some guests who I either don't want to ask to do that because, you know, I may be imposing on them in the first place. Uh, but you know, and then I do the post all in GarageBand. Like it's, I mean, it's, I've, I've been able to build that for a while. My biggest challenge of course is, as you could probably imagine, uh, especially with a daily podcast, but for weekly, it's like, you know, I, I turn around and the next week's already here. Now, I've got podcasts scheduled all the way out until at this point, it'll be mid, as we're recording this, um, they will be all the way until the end of March. And you, this show falls in somewhere between that, which is great. I've never been, that's one thing I've improved upon is I've never really been as proactive. And it's largely because of the shows I've worked on, I couldn't, couldn't because either, you know, the person I'm working with couldn't go that far in advance. Or we just didn't want to make the shows as, uh, time, you know, we wanted them to be more uh, time sensitive. So, you know, a new product comes out, we want to talk about it, that kind of thing. So that's one area I think I've improved in. But 
I mean, one thing that I know I probably could improve upon is just, you know, when I'm talking to guests, like, I don't want to over-prepare them, but I think a bit more prep would probably be appropriate. Would you, would you say so, guys? I think, um, personally, if, uh, Joel, if you don't mind me, just jump in sure. briefly. Here, here's what I see, because uh, last year we actually launched a, a podcast mastermind, but before that, we interviewed so many podcasters and asked them to share some struggles there per, uh, in, in podcasting and in their business. What we hear commonly are these. Uh, for example, they define who their audience is. Mm. S- some people feel like they do know, but then when we start to dig deeper, like, um, so how are you marketing this show? Once the, once this, we start talking about marketing, they, they feel like, oh, this show is for everybody. It really is not. Because honestly, if you can define your target audience, then it it takes you more. Uh, you'll be more focused with your marketing. It will actually, in a way, increase your productivity and your overall business growth. Because you, you're not spending your time trying to gra- cast such a wide net. You're focusing on the areas that you know people are. You know the people who you're going to be actually getting the, their ears. In, you in bet. The show. Yeah. Okay. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, what do you think of, and I know we, we saw each other at the podcast movement, um, this year, and I think Patreon came up there at least once, you know, the, 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 the crowds, the, the sort of the patronage model. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, there's advertisers out there and stuff like that. Obviously I've dealt with advertisers before. What do you, what do you think of, and some of the page, I actually have patrons for the podcast. What do you, what do you think about the patronage model when it comes to podcasting? Do you think it's, it's something that people should be pursuing or is it something that they should like, what's your thoughts on it in, in general? So it, we're basically talking about monetizing. Yeah, it's 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 a yeah, absolutely. We're I mean, this is I think Patreon's a fairly new form of monetization because you're not asking advertisers. Instead, you're saying, "Hey, I'm going to make a podcast. Please, you know, if you like the podcast, and you like the show, please give money." It's kind of like a like a patronage sure. model. So, what what do you think of that model? As well as you know, obviously the 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 kind of you know old school get advertisers get sponsors kind of thing. Sure, it's definitely uh, uh, an exciting model, and if as long as you can build the value, and as as you as you let people know, and and on the front end, mm. then then it, it's it can be it can be a a turnkey. I believe so because if you ask some other people, and I I think the quite the answer is going to be very diverse, honestly, for you, Mike. Mm-hmm. But for us, we feel like as long as you provide value, you build up to where um, people feel, yeah, I'm getting value, and I'm uh, it, it it adds uh, so much productivity and adds my to my bottom line, and I I tune in, yeah. Because people buy audio books. Can, can I give you a real quick tip that I think will uh, be of a lot of a lot of value to your to your audience? Sure, absolutely. Please do. Okay, here's here's an idea for uh, immediate monetization, uh, Mike. Um, your next guest, you, you could interview that guest for um, you know whatever your block of time is, and then you could release for free a portion of that interview. 
Mm-hmm. And and for your for your, for your paid elite members, you know the ones that are in your your insiders community, mm-hmm. they they get access to the full to the full uh, interview plus whatever learning tools that expert um, brings to the table. That's a, that's a yeah, we've seen that model before too, right? With uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who is it? Uh, Jimmy Pardo does that. A few others do. Where, right. they'll, where they'll do like half the podcast and it's really like an hour long conversation, but the first half hour is free or they take, they edit it together. And then, and then what they'll do is they'll put it behind a membership bracket, let's say. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's, that's some, that's some good thoughts there too. Now I want to, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about, um, because if I'm going to do is make some changes and anytime you make a bit of a pivot or you add something new, I, is it a, would you consider that a form of a relaunch? Hence the name of your show relaunch. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. You know, a relaunch is is kind of a, a continual thing. We we always go through through relaunches, and you know, some relaunches, you know, blast off and they soar, and other relaunches, you know, just just like a bottle rocket. Remember those? Mm-hmm. Are, are they they just kind of fizzle and and don't go anywhere? So I think the the idea, the concept of relaunching, is, is a healthy part of the entrepreneurial experience. And you know, Mike, I am excited that we're having this conversation and actually we're talking about podcasting and i actually didn't realize that you were going to go in this direction uh for today's show but because i didn't prepare you (laughs) (laughs) well no problem because i'm pretty good at uh, thinking on my feet here but this is the year of of the podcaster and the people that are on the top of the curve you know people like you and and people you know, in in your your audience, they're going to be able to 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 ride this this massive massive wave that is going to wash all over all of us. You know, and we can be a part of it. And I know you're a part of it. Or you know, we can just kind of uh, let it let it pass us by. But um, you know, entrepreneurs that are on top of their game are, are they, they see this wave on the horizon and and they are taking full advantage of and and I know you're one of them. So that that's why I'm so excited that the the world is going on demand at your fingertips. Uh 70% of our listeners listen on their phone. Mm. Uh hello, that says something. Yeah. Now how now I want to tie in productivity a bit more here because I can't you know, the daily podcast sounds appealing in one capacity and totally not in another. There's a couple reasons for that. And um, cause I know it's big. Um, and I know it, it, the, the, I've seen fluctuations. I'm sure you have too, where it's been like, okay, we're going to do 90 minute podcasts. And then all of a sudden those got overwhelming and now we're seeing shorter length podcasts and we're seeing seasons now, right? Like look at, I mean, I, I cereal is not, I, right. the, I wouldn't use them as, as the, I mean, most people are like, Oh, cereal, they're doing, no, we've seen seasons of podcasts before. It's not, they just happen to be, you know, powered by NPR and Ira Glass and all. And it's been fantastic show, make no mistake, but it's still, I mean, it's not new. Um, it's just being thrust into the spotlight. How in the world, first off, two questions. How in the world are you able to generate as many shows as you can uh, and keep them at the level of quality that they are at, number one? And number two, is it any different really? I'm probably answering the question. Is it any different than someone who blogs daily and that you just shift it? You're just placing your focus in, in, in the art of audio creation as opposed to the art of, say, blogging? That is a fantastic question. One of the things that Pay and I learned early on in, in this game is to to batch your tasks, and you, you know exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about because you're you're an expert at this stuff. But you know what we do on on Friday, 
and that's just the day that we picked. There's nothing really magical about Friday. But um, we are in the studio from roughly noon to about 6 o'clock in the evening, and we are just cranking out shows one one right after the other. And we not only crank them out, but uh, we, we also edit them uh, right there in, in between shows, in between our, our guests. And that makes tremendous use of our time since we're already there. Right. And then – Right, and then on on Saturday, then we'll do a lot of the uh, and most of the the, the uh, post production uh, type work. So our goal is to get those things knocked out because those are things that we have to do. And then for the for the week as it starts on Monday, then we're able to to market, to promote, to do things that that'll advance our business. Jump in, Peck. Yeah, and another aspect of this is when we added the show, it we we honestly do not spend much time trying to take out the huh, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we gave up on that a long time ago. Well, it, yeah. it, 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 you want the organic conversational components there. I mean, I think if you are doing um, uh, – that all the time, then yes, of course, you're going to want to maybe maybe get rid of some of the hiccups. (laughs) But I mean, if it's a discussion, there's natural human cadence in the voice that you're going to see happening. And you also can't control, like when you have guests, you can't control their, I mean, we've all had guests that either speak slower or more deliberate, or, you know, they, they may be a bit nervous. I mean, you can't, I think you have to keep that authenticity there, right? Yes. And here's a tip. What we do when we edit the show during that time of re-listening, the goal is really not to criticize the how the conversation went because most of the time it's, it's great value. It's you know Sometimes we feel like, oh, I heard that before, but not necessarily for your listeners. Mm-hmm. But when we, when we listen and edit, we actually focus on how we can write marketing copy to market this show, so you're li- you're listening to it with different ears, essentially. Yes. Yeah. See, it, it's funny. One of the things when I first started podcasting, I did, uh, and I think I talked to you about this when I appeared on your podcast. Is that I used to do like productivity parody, so I did like satire, and I interviewed Seth Godin uh, for the podcast, and uh, I was surprised. All I did, and again, this is probably a tip that we all could say is, you know, and you you've landed some pretty amazing guests, and I'm betting that the biggest tip you could offer is just ask. The worst thing they can say is no, but <laughs> but Seth Godin said yes. He appeared on the show, and I thought it was the worst interview ever because I told him I did the whole like pre-interview thing where I said, "Look, I'm going to be this arrogant, uninformed idiot. You're going to have to follow." A, you basically playing like a Stephen Colbert type character. And he said, yep, I got it. I got it. And we did the interview and I thought, oh man, it, it, it was not good. I listened back to it and it he got it and he played along so well and it was one of the better interviews I've done even to this day because the guest was on board. And I think that we'll always, I mean, and again, as somebody who used to perform um, and still does to a certain extent, I mean, you're always going to be your own worst critic, right? Whenever you put yes. something out there, you're always going to be like, oh man, I could have But I mean, the thing is, it's like when I did theater, you know, if you forget a line, just keep going because the only person that knows you've forgotten a line are your stage mates and yourself. The audience mm-hmm. has no clue. So the, 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 that's being a pro. That's what being a pro is. Absolutely. And another thing when you earlier mentioned compared to somebody who blogs every day, and here's the thing, um, Joel loves to write. 
but、uh, he absolutely loves podcasting because、mm-hmm. he he had a radio background. He was in the radio business back in his、uh, when he was in his early twenties. So, you know, it's it's about. I mean, he is alive behind the mic. So you really have to tap into what works for you. What makes you feel like this is a play? So the day actually goes by fast, not、mm. like a drag. Do you stand up when you podcast, or do you? I、say? don't. Okay, I don't. Have you done stand? Because I, I some when I'm moving to the new office as we're recording this, that we're we're getting some renovations done downstairs.、Uh, for, for the way renovations work, who knows? By the time this airs, we still could be getting renovations done downstairs. <laughs> But、um, I'm contemplating because I've got a boom, I've got a desk boom, which means I could stand, and I'm contemplating standing again because I mean I have a standing desk. But I'm I, there's just something I've found, and again, like you said, Paige, it's, it's whatever works for you about that animation when you're standing. There's an energy there. I don't know. Maybe I mean, it's, I know it's not just me, but、uh, I, I was just curious if you. I mean, you worked in radio, so radio, you're sitting. I, I did radio for a while too, and yeah, you're, sure, you're gonna... we were sitting. We were sitting for a while, but they actually renovated、uh, our studio, uh-huh. and uh, it, it became.、Uh, you know, we stood. Behind our、uh, our control panel, really. So they actually did that when I was in、uh, um, terrestrial radio. However,、um, I, I see the power in standing, and、uh, I I do a lot of my coaching calls standing up. You probably do the same thing、yep. because there there is a certain、um, authority.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the pharmacist looking down on the. I'm just kidding. It's not quite like that. <laughs> yeah, not quite like but, that. <laughs> but、uh, you know, there, there, there's a certain、um, uh, uh, certainty. Yeah. In, in your words, I, I personally, when I podcast, though, I, I like I like to 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 sit down, and、uh, that's generally how. Well, that is how we roll currently. But I can definitely see, and I've experienced the benefits in、uh, in standing. Now, how many when you guys were because re- you've gone through a couple iterations of the show? I would say, couple would be would a couple be fair? Or this is our fourth. I was going to say, so almost a few at this point. What、mm-hmm. is it? Just trial and error, or is it like and you just get better and you build workflows? Because you've got to. I mean, you said Friday. Friday is the day where you go in and batch. And what I'll do after we're done recording here. Because I like to theme by almost like moods or modes. Is right now. I mean, today has been all coaching calls for me, and I've done two other podcast recordings. I've already edited two of them down, and I'll probably right after we're done because it's fresh in my mind. I'll know. Okay, this is where the cut off. This is where the call began. This is where it ended. I can get. I just am in that mode. So, did you? It took a while for me to get to that point. I'm imagining that just the idea of framing your show and marketing it and and understanding what works best to make the show. And your efforts as successful as possible wasn't something that happened, you know, like that. My goodness, Mike,、um, Joe is kind of laughing as you were asking. <laughs> It's it, honestly, if if we listen to our shows, just let's say right now,、um, eight months ago. Yeah, let's listen to the first show we did with Mike. I mean, it's <laughs> oh, we're like just, seriously. Yeah, is that how we interacted with our guests? It's、uh, just like blogging. I mean, you write better. Sure. You, you you know your language. You know your audience better. You got to you got to be willing to suck at something until you until you suck less. <laughs> And I'm hoping that that's kind of what we've we've、uh, grown into to be able to do this, where we're actually
second less or uh, were actually good at this. But, but you just got to be willing to to go out there and take take your practice swings until you get it right. And I, I had no doubt that this podcast, once we were able to to line line it up just right, would would be able to knock it out of the park. And and that's what we did. And you know we had to go through the uh, the the minor leagues, and we had to you know take the swings and take the misses. And we went through. Gosh, it was finding your voice. We did that show for a little while. Did about two hundred episodes there. We did raise your game. Not 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 quite so much. We did. Um, there was another one in there. Powerful living. We did powerful living. Sharing your voice. Yeah, sharing your mm-hmm. voice. I mean, real we, good health. Real good health. I mean, just <laughs> you know, but, but we had fun with it. Well, um, it's 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 a process, right? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, before I let you go, because uh, I know we all have uh, we all have more talking to do, but just with other people. Uh, <laughs> where can people find your show, and uh, where can they learn more about about what you do? Sure. Thanks for asking. Uh, RelaunchShow.com is the best place to go. All of our episodes, we released episode 207 of Relaunch this morning. Monday through Saturday, every single episode is on our, our site, and all of our resources are there, not just for Relaunch, but also for our Amazon best-selling book, Finding Your Voice. That is also available. And resources for podcasters, on launch strategies and growth strategies. Yes, that's awesome. I want to have you guys back on the show again in the not to just maybe at the year mark. Maybe once I've hit that year mark, we'll, we'll have back and see what I've and then we can, <laughs> you, you can you can do another intervention. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.